Hello, and welcome to the Family Bookshelf. I am Nick, the Game Schooling Dad, and with me is my wife, Amber, from ambitionsforchrist.com. Today, I'm going to talk about three of my favorite fantasy, and they're really fantasy series. Uh, these are longer series, but I don't see myself going through each book individually. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just, it's really hard. It needs to be read as one cohesive whole Um and so it'd be really it'd be really onerous to sit here and take these. I mean, one of the series is I think six books, and he's starting a third, uh, another trilogy part of it. So it'd be nine books. The other one I think is twelve or fourteen. So it, it, they're long, right? And these are big series because I love fantasy. And well, um, and correct me, but I, these are meant to be read in the series. These yes. are not just standalone stories no. by themselves. No. Uh, to be fair, they the one gentleman he says and claims they are. But you'd be missing out on a ton if you did it that way. Right. So he says you, they'll stand alone. And they will. They make sense. They're each their own contained adventure, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But you're missing so much context and so much about the characters. I mean, these are those sweeping fantasy epics. When I say, <laughs> you know, when, when people say you're a big fantasy nerd, this is what they're talking about that I read. And there are some obvious exceptions that are not on this list, which probably deserve their own episode, which I'll just mention right now. Lord of the Rings is not going to be on this list, and neither is... Uh, the uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. The Chronicles of Narnia. Chronicles of Narnia, thank you. Um, I've read those. I like them. I enjoy them. They're just not on this list. This is probably three sets of series. Well, two you've probably never heard of, and one that uh, Netflix, or no, Amazon is coming out with a show this week, and I'm super <laughs> excited for it. Cause Which I is why you're talking about it, because you're just ready for that series oh, so much. I'm so excited. I was reading. Let's start with that one. It's <laughs> called The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan, and this thing is at least 12 books long. It's ridiculously huge. <laughs> Each one is probably 600 pages. They're a huge, thick fan. If you're a fantasy person, this is your series. You just would love every minute of it. It's so much fun. If you're not a fantasy person, you're not going to enjoy You're sitting there like me going, <laughs> So this is a huge, sweeping fantasy epic. I'm excited to see how they do it on a screen. If they do it well, it's, it can be fantastically well done now um to start most of these fantasy series the first book in any series is kind of always your slowest one mm-hmm. you've got to establish a lot of characters you're building up a lot of history you're building an entire world right. uh, when i read lord of the rings even i mean the first one the fellowship is brutal to get through yeah. it's i mean you have to really be that kind of person <laughs> <laughs> yes and i'm always glad someone else said it because i thought it was just me being not necessarily a big fantasy reader when sure. i went through that series i was like well, my goodness why is this one and when other people have said it like you i'm like oh good it wasn't just me <laughs> yeah. but with the wheel of time that first one um i think it's just called the wheel of time you have to forgive me i read that one started it in high school and i didn't finish the series until our first year of marriage which mm-hmm. that itself was 10 years ago yes and these things are not something you can go back and reread easily because again each book is at least 600 pages long <laughs> wait you mean you just don't have spare time to you know no i, I don't i'm always looking for the next thing to read not looking to go back and reread something uh so that first one is a little difficult to get through but that second one i think it's called the great hunt and i remember that one so well because it was so good i just absolutely love that mm-hmm. one it carried me through probably the next five or six books oh wow i loved it so much like wow that's the heights of what this thing can reach <laughs> and it didn't quite get that high again until you start talking about the end of the series mm-hmm. uh, when you get to that final part where it's the climax and i have some issues with how it ended uh the original author died and it was finished by this other gentleman uh and i i know people claim you know he had notes and he had already had it finished and he already wrote the recipe and i get all that um and, and part of it is 
a series like that could it ever end good enough for you right. you know i just spent 20 years of my life invested into this story <laughs> had read you know well over you know probably 10,000 pages for this and so would it ever have ended well enough so i have my issues there i'm welcome to talk about it if you'd like to reach out on ambitions for christ or facebook um but i think it's definitely worth a read if you're a fantasy um enjoyer if you love fantasy mm -hmm. the wheel of time uh I, I just absolutely love the characters. I love Matt and Rand, and Perrin was always my favorite. The part that I always struggled with was the, and people say it differently, you always read it and you never hear it say it. I always said it, the Asede, uh, or the Asedi. Mm. Uh, it's basically the, the magic women at the time <laughs> in the story, the, the witches of the world, and their parts of the novels just drive this thing into the ground so hard. There was two <laughs> or three times I just want to put it down because like, they're so boring, I don't care. Go back to Matt, who is really fun. Go back to Perrin, who's having a fun adventure go back to Rand who's a big downer but at least he's moving the story along <laughs> you know but we're stuck in the world of these women who are just impossible to sit through so and I don't remember everything about it I just remember those parts being very brutal to get through <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how you can always remember the really good and the really bad yeah. <laughs> so I would definitely recommend if you love fantasy go for The Wheel of Time by Robert mm. Jordan so I want to break this up by one that I struggled I ultimately ended up struggling with it's called The Family of Spies uh, from the series The Valdemir of Spies. Um, it's, I don't know, Mercedes Lackey. It's a, a whole world called Voldemort, and this is like the second or third series in this series of Voldemort. And so I picked it up probably third, three, the third series in is where I finally found this. Uh, and I loved that first one. The first one is a pretty standard coming of age. Uh, I think it's called the, I think it's called The Hills Have Spies. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of them in the series yes, I mean there's a lot and I picked it up late but the first one I think it's called the Hills Have Spies or it's Family of Spies and the first one I really liked is a coming of age story the guy the, the little boy the boy goes out with his dad uh, they end up falling into some trouble and he has to fight this great evil and it was a lot of fun it was really kind of shut your mind off you know and just a good comic adventure uh, the second one and it, I think that one might be Family of Spies but again you'd have to excuse me it's been a been a few years i've slept since then right? <laughs> um and the second one kind of turns into a very i don't know feminist overtone mm. message and it really the, the world itself i felt truly fell apart uh, it just totally crumbled i mean this girl okay so she is the daughter of the king's right hand man and he is like the greatest spy. He has the greatest spy ring, which is a horrible spy ring because they literally ask every person they meet, "Hey, you want to be in my secret spy ring?" You know, <laughs> like, it's kind of like the superheroes. That's like, oh, no one knows except for like the seventy-five people right. that now all know who it's, I am. Yeah, yeah. The running joke of Batman. You know, do you want to know my secret identity? <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's a joke. You know, yeah. and then she's getting in trouble at school because she's going to school for some reason. It's like whatever. But she's so worried that she's going to get in trouble, even though they can do truth spells as like and you're like super powerful and rich it's mm -hmm. like this is there's no tension here you, yeah. you have to honestly be daft but she's trying <laughs> to push this feminist nonsense like this girl you know has it so hard because she's a girl and isn't that so hard it's like she's literally got every advantage in the world you know, <laughs> she was born into high society she has a magical power which is why she's in this school you know right. she has all the authority all the power and and she's you know complaining about something that she 
she clearly uh, this doesn't make any sense. The right. world, you know, that she's trying to build doesn't hold up. She's complaining about first world problems in a sense, almost. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's stuff that's like once you actually like start thinking about the stuff that she's complaining about, it doesn't. It, it just doesn't hold together, sweetheart. Yeah. This isn't how this works. And mm-hmm. if you think that this is the problem that you have, you know, this is not the kind of problems that women really have in this world. Right. You know, as a father of two daughters and a husband to a wife, you know, I can tell you there are other issues out there <laughs> than having all the authority, all the power, being, of course, a great fighter, because every woman in every fantasy story is you oh, know, yeah. the most fantastic fighter in the world, uh, being magical, having everything on your side, and you still think think that you are you know you're mm-hmm. the oppressed one it's like i'm sorry you're actually the oppressor in this situation you're a noble born yeah you know? so anyway i liked the first one in that series didn't care for the second one in that series and i probably wouldn't go back to mercedes lackey i, I maybe it's probably more of a there might be more girl fantasy girl oriented right uh, maybe that's you know very uh sexist of me to say that (laughs) (laughs) i don't like to be that way but i struggled with those books even the one that i enjoyed was mindless at best oh yeah there wasn't anything really fantastic there it was a like i said a pretty standard coming of age story right well and unfortunately yeah if there's not that tension there's not why go back to a story yeah i mean i hate to say it it has nothing to do with yeah whether it's a boy or a girl if there's not tension if there's not a reason for him to be there and have you know purpose and have it be there i mean i don't know there that conflict you yes. have to have that conflict you, and that yes. page turning reason and if you take that away then what's the point yeah to read pages for the sake of pages yeah, just uh, reading for the sake of reading which yeah, i don't understand i want to learn something or be involved in a story or right. be taken away somewhere or something and you're just not given that yeah so worth a look i guess if that's your thing i don't i think she would oh, appeal yeah. to some people i think she is very popular she just wasn't for me so the last one is one who I found by surprise. And this mm-hmm. guy totally came out of nowhere, I felt, and just blew me away with how much I loved his fantasy stories. Uh, I would put him easily as becoming, if not already, one of my top favorite authors. Uh-oh. That's how big he is. Um, he actually still funds and fundraises and gives up all his money on Kickstarter. And I would totally back his Kickstarters, except I want the books for the library, not for myself, because other people enjoy them and they read them as well. Anyone who's read his stories just absolutely love them. Um, That's Michael J. Sullivan is his name. And I want to say say that again. Michael J. Sullivan. Uh, The one I've read is The Legends of the First Empire, starting with Age of Myths. Uh, Same problem as the first one. That first one is kind of slow and kind of tedious, but oh boy, does it pick up. They are fantastic. And mm-hmm. every one of those characters you just fall in love with. Every one of his plots is engaging. And this is the one that he said each book can be read alone. But I would say, oh, my goodness, don't do that. Read them all. I mean, I, there's two. or th- He wrote uh, two trilogies that all come together. And then he's now adding a third trilogy that I just finished the first book of maybe a week ago. And it was awesome, too. Every one mm-hmm. of those books I've read has been just fantastic. I mean, they almost... The, the one, I think it's the, the final book in that first trilogy, had me in tears when this guy goes and rides a horse, and it's like, oh, this is so cool. This is amazing. This is what epic fantasy is all about. <laughs> you know, you have these underdog characters that are just fighting it out, and you have magic, and you have dragons, and he's built his own world of magic and dragons, 
and you have these, you know, you have the, the world of humans and dwarves and elves, but they're painted in a different light that you don't really see. It's not the standard mm -hmm. um, Tolkien affair of there's dwarves, there's humans, there's, you know, elves, and they've all been together, all this. Like, no, no, no. He puts them in their own segregated societies, and he, you know, it has the invention of the wheel and the invention of the <laughs> pocket. It's like all this stuff. It's like, oh, wow, that could very well be how that was invented. That's really interesting, <laughs> you know? And he's just a great writer. He keeps you engaged, and the plot keeps moving forward, and it keeps going. Mm. So anyone who loves fantasy, if, if you are just mildly interested, I would highly recommend you find, I think the first one's called Age of Myth. It is awesome. Those books were so much fun. I couldn't put them down. Yeah. I, I think I finished each one in no more than a week. Wow. And these yeah. are solid three, four hundred page novels. <laughs> yeah. You know, not 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 great huge by any means because, you know, but still they're <laughs> you know, I just devoured them. I couldn't stop oh, yeah. them down. I wanted to keep reading, you know, one of those books that I would definitely be willing to, you know, turn off the T V or walk away from what I was doing and go find a few hours to go sit and, and read. I, I wanted to read. Right. I mean there's a big difference between some of those books where it's like, I, I wanna read them, but I don't have to and then there's some it's like I have to just keep reading. I yeah. can't just let this sit here in my mind. It, my mind won't go somewhere else until I finish this story in this book, you know? Oh, yeah. And I love... Those are special books. I, and, yeah, when you find them, it's like, just go read them. Just, yeah. sorry. Everything there's, else has to go on hold. I have to go read There's book. very few books that I have stayed up till 1, 2, 3 mm -hmm. o'clock in the morning just reading because I couldn't put it down. And this was one of them. This, yeah. this series was like, I do not want to put this down. I just want to have to know what's going to happen next. Yeah. And as big as Game of Thrones got, and I thought <laughs> Game of Thrones was boring, I read maybe the first half of the first book. And I was like, this is terrible. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I want to go watch the show because at least it has you know naughty bits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> and, and how big is that got? And Wheel of Time is about to hit on Friday here, and that's probably going to be a, a huge hit as well. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it will be. You know. I know. We both are, because that's the only way I'm ever going to get into this series. <laughs> I'd imagine it won't take long for this Michael J. Sullivan to be found as well, because his stories are just as sweeping, just as epic, and have such a human component to them mm -hmm. that they would be right, right on the heels, and they make great effects for movies they'd make great affair for you know tv show a big long series and everything in it is appropriate right. i don't remember there being anything wokey or nonsensical That's so nice or <laughs> any of that i don't remember it because either it was so minor it didn't play any role or it just wasn't there mm -hmm. and, and it shouldn't be i mean that's not yeah. what i'm reading for anyway and that's you know? that's the idea <laughs> i'm if, escaping reality not going into more of it you if know? there's one thing that i complained about fine at the end of the he gets more into the religion side of things and into the the gods and the deities which is always hard um i never quite know what to do with that i just mm -hmm. enjoy it because it's a story it's not real i know the difference between reality and fantasy, fantasy. you know <laughs> some people might struggle with that uh, this obviously is not the christian god which is, is hard i mean that's the one true only god right you know and to to say differently it can be hard to read but again this is a story it's a, a fantasy novel and he's just having these right. people go through there and if you were to study theology even just a little bit you'd realize <laughs> these gods are you know this is the pagan roman fake week yeah, yeah gods that are like these are a joke compared <laughs> to the true god <laughs> yeah you know 
So again, I cannot recommend highly enough. Anyone, anyone who has asked me since I've picked up these books, I have highly recommended Michael J. Sullivan and his Legends of the First Empire. So that's where I'm going to leave us for today. This mm -hmm. has been the Family Bookshelf. I am Nick, the Game Schooling Dad, and with me is my wife, Amber, of AmbitionsForChrist.com. Please like, subscribe, drop us a line, find us on Facebook. Thank you. Have a good night.